2: Hoop Ball.com presentation. I am your host, Lyle Swithenbank, uh, at Lyle Swithenbank on Twitter, L Y L E S W I T H E N B A N K, as in bank. And the show is at Hoop Pills. If you want to go and give us a follow on Twitter, that would be fantastic. Um, because we love the support, we love when people jump on board and Give us a tweet and a shout-out and all that sort of carry-on. And um, if you are feeling generous while you've done all of that, head over to the iTunes app or wherever you listen to your um, your podcast and give us a rating and, and leave a comment. And no doubt, um, hopefully it'll be positive. I appreciate all of the support anyway, and thanks again for, uh, for listening in. Um, as you'll be aware, we left this show a little bit later after the Dallas game. Unfortunately, not a great result again. Um, we're actually... Well, another game up tonight um, against the Detroit Pistons. The road trip continues there, but we're here to talk about the Dallas game. Unfortunately, probably not the result we were looking for. You know, Dallas is one of those teams, they've had a bit of a tough start of the season. Similar to us, a bit up and down. Um, really high scoring affair. In the end, we fell short 143-130. to 130. And um, we really just weren't good enough. You know, it turned into a bit of a shootout. Um, I don't know when we decided we were this fantastic three-point shooting team, um, but we've decided that in the last two games, and it has punished us, unfortunately. Um, The usual suspects for us were good. Zion Williamson and Brandon Ingram led the way uh, and combined for 66 points. 36, a career high from Zion Williamson, and 30 points from Brandon Ingram. Uh, that's pretty much where it stopped. No one else was <laughs> really contributing too much. Um, and it was upsetting because this was probably another one that we could have beaten. The uh, the Dallas Mavericks have had an, an up-and-down season. Porzingis uh, notably has been off. Unfortunately, he was the guy that lit us up uh, in the beginning. And he hit, a. I don't know if it was career high, but he hit 8 out of 13 from 3 particularly in the first quarter where we really just got absolutely smashed by him, um, and he finished with 36 points. Doncic, uh, Luka Doncic, who we know he's a good player, he had uh, 46 points, 8 rebounds, 12 assists, and uh, he was 5 of 8 from 3 as well. And really, when you're going to get 82 points from your two best players, well, it's, it's hard going. Um, particularly when Dallas reached 100 points in the third quarter, it screamed from the Pelicans that uh, we had no idea how to defend this team. And, um, you know, two games in a row, we're at, like I said in the in the title, um, this was a record-breaking team, uh, a game, actually, because uh, it was the first time, well, there's been 15 times a team has shot more than 25 three-pointers, or hit more than 25 three-pointers in a game, and two of them have come in the last two games to the Pelicans. So... Well done to the Pels for um, being unable to shoot the three. I don't understand why the three-pointer has become the thing that we've decided we're not worried about guarding, um, because three is more than two. And I mean, I've been preaching it for weeks now, but once you let a team get hot from three-point line, they're not going to stop. You know, this team absolutely torched us, just like the Chicago Bulls did. We looked at them and we are like, oh, you're not going to hit them all, and if you don't close out them or you let them have it and let them get comfortable, well, they damn well will hit them. And uh, they're going to get more confident from there because all the inside shots start going down as well. So, disappointing loss again. It really did uh, smell of an Alvin Gentry job. Uh, not much defense. A lot of attempting to score um, repeatedly but um, and, and high-scoring game. But, uh, yeah, not real... Flash from the guys, but you know we're on a road trip and we've made excuses for road trips before, so we could always do it again. Um, yeah, tough road trip. We had to fly to Dallas. You know these guys have been pretty good. They had come off a big win against the uh, Atlanta Hawks the night before and um and come out and pantsed us, which was upsetting. So if we head over to the box score summary, I know I've already done the um the actual player scores, but uh, if we go the quarter by quarter that I like to uh, always have a look at, first quarter, started fast, always start fast, 34 to 27, well done, second quarter, um, Dallas said, no, we're not having that anymore, we scored 31, and they scored 42, so that was fantastic, Uh, little side note, they scored 55% from three for the whole game, which was good uh, for them. Quarter three, we scored 36, they scored 39. And in the last quarter, we scored 29 and they scored 35. So that second quarter, we fell asleep. They, I don't know, we just let them score. It honestly, it it looked like we weren't even concerned about it. I don't know if Steven Adams is injured, but for some reason, um, we aren't playing our game. We're playing some other hybrid small ball basketball, which I hate. Um, Whether or not it's his calf's tight, but he barely played again. Um, so I don't know what's happening there. Maybe they're going to trade him, but I hope not because we just signed him for two years. Um, so we have a look at the team comparison, 25 out of 45, three pointers for the Dallas Mavericks. We shot 17, which is by no mean feat for us because we can't shoot threes at all. Um, and it was obvious because we kept trying to launch them and play a bit of hero ball, which was frustrating. Uh, 53% from the field for us. They shot 58% overall. Um, free throws 73% to 76 had 17 out of 23 free throws um so it's okay assists were good 31 they had 30 rebounds we won by 138 um to 37 steals similar blocks similar turnovers we took care of the ball again we had nine turnovers for the whole game how good does that sound and we're still losing points off turnovers we had seven and they had 13 Another issue, you know, that's, that's easy points, but in this game, obviously... Well, actually, that was the difference. Points off turnovers was the difference. So, who knows? But you live and you learn. Um, Obviously, it's not great for the standings because Dallas were below us, I'm fairly certain, um, in the standings. We were... Uh, I think we were 11 and... Yeah, we were 11 and 13... And they were uh, twelve and thirteen, uh, yeah, twelve and fourteen. Pardon me. And then our thirteen and fourteen, and sitting ninth. And we're sitting eleven and fourteen at twelfth. So, you know, there's still not far between. There's about four games between uh, fourth and fourteenth, uh, five games. You know, it's it's no by no means is it over. Like it's it's still a whole heap of season left, but you sit there scratching your head because the team's there and the guys are playing and the guys are having a crack, but gosh, it makes it difficult when um, you don't even really play to your strengths. You know, we've been such a good defensive side for the last, what, six or seven games or whatever it was, before the Chicago game and before this game. And then overnight, it's like we just forgot what we were doing. And... What are, you meant to, what are you meant to do? Like, Stan Van Gundy can't go and shoot the ball for you. You know, he, he can only do so much. Yeah, he can call timeouts, he can do rotations and all that jazz, but at the end of the day, you've got to come out and perform and unfortunately, uh, the Pelicans just haven't been doing that in the last couple of games. Hopefully against Detroit today, uh, they they might have a bit more of a crack. They're obviously a team that's in the hard rebuild as well, but they've been surprising a few teams and they took the Lakers to overtime and yeah, it's, um, it's going to be another test. By no means is this an easy win. And uh, I won't pretend to say that we're going to come in and, and belt them because who knows with this team. We could come out or we could just disappear and um, yeah, cut the threes out. That's the main thing. Stop them shooting threes. I don't care if they're shooting mid-range. That's fine. It's a low percentage shot. Analytics tells us this. There's about five or six players in the league that can consistently hit that mid-range shot and are encouraged to. And we've got one of them. Let them have that. Get the rebounds. Because we are getting absolutely murdered otherwise from three-point line, and you just can't have it. Um, and it takes the wind out of sails. Guys splash a three after you've done, you know, 23 seconds worth of good D, and then you've missed a rotation, the guy in the corner splashes a three-pointer. Well, it's just not good enough. You know, we can make as many excuses under the sun, but it's it's not just the young guys. It's the vets as well, and everyone just seems in a bit of disarray. Um, you know, we have a look at who played. Steven Adams, he only played 19 minutes. Willie or Billy only played 21 minutes. This small ball again because Porzingis was hitting threes. Well, Porzingis is seven foot two, So if there's not a counter for him, then we've got to stop chasing it. We've got to start chasing him off the three-point line, and not let him get comfortable because the guy was splashing threes from outside the gym, sitting in his car throwing them in, and we had no answer, which is um, which is disappointing because if we play our way, we play well. But uh,
0: what's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify?
2: You do. Uh Zion Williamson, obviously, as we talked about, 36 points on 14 of 15 shooting. Um, he had five shot attempts in the second half. Mm. Yeah, you're 14 of 15. And you only had, so by the half, he had 10 shot attempts. And he got five more for the whole second half. I don't understand why we don't like playing through him. So he's missed one shot. Does that mean you just ice him for the rest of the game? No, I don't think so. I don't think that's the case. I think we need to play through his eye on Williamson until they try to... Until they're actually like hanging off him and, he's, and he starts consistently missing shots. If he's on 90%, the ball should be in his hands, either walking it up the court or the first touch of the possession once it's across that halfway line. Because... Honestly, he's the best player at the moment. He's the most consistent player. I know Brandon Ingram's the all-star, but Zion is making a real case for his own all-star campaign, and he has been playing lights out, and then we ice him by giving him 15 shots. We have a look who else had shots. Brandon Ingram had 23. Bledsoe had 7. Ball had uh, had 12. Adams only had 4. Hart had 8. And he shot 1 of 5 from 3. 2 of 8 for the game. Hernan Gomez had eight. Kyra had eight. Reddick had eight. Redick was okay this game. This was one of his better shooting nights. But even then, he was only two of. he uh, was four of eight, and he ended up with eleven points, which was nice and it was refreshing. But you know Zion, he's got to have twenty shots, and he's if he's gonna hit nineteen of them and finish with forty five points. But come on, it's simple stuff. I don't know. I don't get it. We don't need to play this hero. Alright, well Zion's had a shot, so that means that someone else gets a shot, then someone else gets a shot. It's about winning basketball and um, and hopefully we figure this out soon because it's frustrating to watch such a talented team burn games that you probably could win. You know, these are the guys, this is a measuring stick game. You're meant to be in comparison with these guys. They started average. Are we as good as that team? Yeah, I think so. I think we have a, a deeper team than those guys. Beyond KP and um, and Doncic. you know, there's not much else there. I mean, the same could be argued with with the Pels, beyond BI and Zion. But then again, you know, you've got Stephen Adams, you've got Eric Bledsoe. These guys are good players. you got JJ Reddick. you got Lonzo Ball. you got quality players. And unfortunately, we just aren't figuring out what we need to do. So... We'll see what happens. You know, it's not all doom and gloom. I think it was a, I feel like it was a better effort than against Chicago. I felt like Chicago we lied down. This we sort of just got blitzed and had no answer. Um, I mean Luca is a fantastic player and he is going to be, a, well, he is a star in this league. Um, you know he's 21 years old and he's just fantastic player. So all credit to him. He's going to drop 46 base on you. Um, well, what are you going to do? But uh, you gotta, you just gotta bounce back, and we take this Detroit game on and have a short memory next next game up, and and hopefully we can bounce back. Um, so before I get to my three key takeaways from the game, I'd like to thank the sponsors, mybookie.ag, of course, um, good friends of Hoopball. Uh, use the code HOOPBALL when you sign up and you'll get a 50% deposit match put 10 bucks in get 5 bucks back etc etc and of course our friends at manscaped.com if you need a shave or some moisturiser or whatever you want uh, in terms of grooming head over there use the code HOOPBALL20 and that'll give you 20% off and free shipping H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L 2-0 and uh, yeah you'll get all of those little discounts because we love when things are cheaper um, well, I know I do anyway. Now, my three key takeaways from the game. Number one, we need to take the threes away. My takeaway is that we need to take the threes away. Um, if they're going to punish us inside, well, let's back our perimeter, uh, our interior defenders in. Because we cannot let guys get so comfortable from three that the rim looks like a bucket. You know, that it looks like looks like an ocean where they're just hitting everything, you know, tossing it from miles away and it's going in. Um, letting guys get comfortable is the easiest way to get absolutely flogged and um, we've been doing that a little bit too much so hopefully we can adjust that uh number two we need some transparency as to what's going on with Stephen Adams is he obsolete because of these stretch fives I'm not sure um I don't think so I think he defends quite well but his minutes are dwindling I don't know why um Willie or Billy actually played more uh, minutes than him this game. And uh, I, I'm just not sure. Maybe he's still dealing with a calf injury that he had a few weeks ago. But, um, yeah, I hope he's all right because he's really good. And he is important to our defensive identity. So hopefully he can come good. Um, my third key takeaway, third and final, they've been short and sharp today actually, is that we need to rebound from losses quickly. We need to have a short memory you know, I get on here and have a bit of a whinge and a bit of carry-on, but we still chip up to the next game and um, and turn on and and listen to it, you know, and, and then talk about it and get frustrated and celebrate when we win. But the Pels players themselves need to have a short memory because if you're letting teams torture, well, you can't let that get you down. You can't let it carry over to the next game where you then let the same things happen, or or you drop your heads again if if that uh, shot's been falling. You know, they weren't too bad at it, and they I mean, the scoring numbers don't lie. We scored 130 points. The problem was, is we couldn't stop them doing it at the other end. Um, So, I mean, from that side of things, it was good, but we've got to be able to defend and find that identity. Find the identity that's going to stop other teams scoring so bloody easy against us because it's it's a shame and it's frustrating because this team has the potential, we've seen it, to be a fantastic side and beat good sides. Um, you know, we took the Jazz to some pretty close games and they are the last 19, they've won 18 of them or something. Um, so, we can hang with the best of them. It's just about this confidence and consistency and, and hopefully that comes together. But... Um, That's my three key takeaways. Before we wrap up, I'll just have a little look at the Detroit game. So that's coming up on, well, tonight, I guess, by the time this airs over in the US. Um, it'll be 8am tomorrow morning for me. Uh, we take on the Detroit Pistons over there in Detroit. Um, from all reports, everyone's playing. I think Josh Hart was listed as questionable because his back spasms have come back. Um, so hopefully he's all right and he gets up because he's pretty handy. Uh, They've just traded Derek Rose, so you know we're not going to have to worry about him. Blake Griffin has been pretty good, and Jeremy Grant are the two main players to, I suppose, keep an eye on. They'll be the ones that get us in a bit of strife if they get going. Um, DeLon Wright has also stepped up, so they've got a good guard, they've got a good uh, wing, and they've also got a good forward. So let's see if we can match them and go at them and see if they have any answer for... Um, Mr. Williamson, but we'll see what happens. Um, so, looking forward to that. Of course, make sure um, you head over to, uh, to hoopdashboard.com as well uh, while I'm there and, and you go and have a look at everything that's going on on there because there's a fair bit at the moment. There's a few articles and different podcasts and stuff like that and subtle plugs. I segued into that quite well, I thought. Um, guys, this is going to be a short one today because, you know, I left it a little while and. You know, we're probably gearing up to to see the next game in eight hours and 44 minutes at the time of recording this, is what it says. Um, So I'll leave you with this. Make sure you go and look after yourselves. um, Stay safe. Mask up if you need to. We're out of our lockdown now. So we had our first day um, of the last two weeks where masks are not mandatory anymore because the COVID is gone. So we're pretty happy with that Uh, in Perth. We're very, very fortunate. But for those that aren't, Look after one another. Stay safe. Of course, I am Lyle Swithenbank, at Lyle Swithenbank on Twitter, at HoopBallPels is the show. This is the Pelican Scoop. Hoop-Ball.com presentation. And hopefully, the Pels have a big win against Detroit. Guys, I'll leave you with that. Bye for now.